The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Episode 2, Clothing the Frugal Friends Way. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Hi, I'm Jen, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jill. How are you, Jill? Hey, doing well. Awesome. And this is the Frugal Friends Podcast. Uh, Last week, we talked about Frugality 101, and we are talking about all things saving money, spending less, uh, and spending with intention. And this week, we are talking about clothing, which is something that I love to wear and hate to shop for. (laughs) It's something I love to wear and love to dig for. Yeah. I would also hate digging for it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. I think the last time we went to a thrift store together, (laughs) you found found all these great things. And I was sitting in the corner reading magazines. I think I got through two whole magazines. You found magazines at the thrift store. Yes, I did. (laughs) Yeah. They were good magazines, too. That's why I got through two of them. Well, Travis found the last time we were at their store, I remember Travis finding a hammock. Yeah, probably. So my husband, Travis, is definitely the shopper of the two of us. He is a really good thrifter and uh, cheap clothing finder. So I learn everything I know from him and the internet and you, Jill. Yeah, well, thanks. (laughs) I love that I was thrown in there, kind of like an afterthought, but that's fine. Um, I do love how thrifty Travis is. Like when you told me that when we first met, I couldn't believe it because you, you seemed so thrifty. Everything you were talking about was how you got out of debt and all these things that you're doing here, blogging about it and all these things you you knew so much and then you're like yeah and Travis is the one who's more thrifty out of the two of us and I was like what are you talking about first of all how is that possible but second of all show me <laughs> um and <laughs> show since, me your ways since being now at multiple thrift stores and yard sales with you guys I I I believe you Yeah. I love looking up ways to save and doing research, uh, as you know. But when it comes to actually doing it, 
I could care less. I would go home empty handed every time. (laughs) So I think it's because he brings in so many things and they're good finds. But then the minimalist in me is like so dead set against clutter that I'm just anti-shopping to compensate. Yeah. (laughs) Well, but it also seems that like Travis doesn't, he's the one who's like, doesn't want to spend money. If we can figure out how to do this for free, like let's do it. But then you get him to a yard sale or thrift store and it's like, oh yeah, like we got the money for all this. It's like, it's like where his wallet is unleashed and it's he, so true. but he is um <laughs> the only word that comes to mind is a looker but that's not <laughs> what i mean i mean like a looker like, all right searcher yeah. um digger i don't know maybe that's the best word he's that too he he could spend hours at a thrift store searching for clothing <laughs> and other things and i this is one of the places where I would rather spend money to just have things either bought for me or just laid right out there in front of me. Because after about 10 minutes, I just give up. I just walk away. You know, I do love the thrill of the hunt, but (laughs) watching Travis like dig through old tools at a yard sale Mm -hmm. was a little bit difficult for me. Like I had like done my loops like multiple times and Travis was like still in the same place, maybe on road two of just rows and rows of old tools. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh my word, like this is junk, but he just couldn't get enough of it. Yeah. He really, uh, you know, he can't get enough of junk. He loves it. So. Oh, <laughs> well, he did find a treasure in you, though. So oh. perk up there, toots. LOL, LOL, So let me do what I'm good at and find, find what the internet has to say about saving money on clothing. So we found two articles for you today, and we are going to go through them, dissect them, and tell you what's worth keeping and what we would throw away. And that is my clothing analogy that I have. That's uh, a subtle joke. It's I'm horrible at puns. Uh, so <laughs> I realize that every day at work when I have to come up with headlines and I'm the worst. Uh, so- so bear with me. I'm sorry. I haven't gotten better. No, uh, I like it. <laughs> so don't, don't ever change. That's what people say, right? Don't ever change. Don't ever change. It's like, Not oh, I'm going to, that. and I should. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to keep my job. Okay. Yeah. So speaking of job, our first article is from the Penny Hoarder. Uh, it is love shopping, hate the bill, 20 clever ways to save money on clothes. So I wanted to find something that didn't have just the typical uh, sales, coupons, discounts, outlet store, stuff like that. Uh, The thing that I loved about this article in particular is that it told me things that I didn't know about preserving clothing. So Mm. because I hate shopping, I keep clothes for a really long time. And even though I keep them for a really long time, I can't say that I'm the best at 
preserving them. So Mm -hmm. I don't do separate loads of laundry. I throw everything in one load, whether it's Travis's like really dirty, greasy airport clothing um, with my whites or whatever. I'm just (laughs) very bad. I'm very bad at all of it. I don't know what to hang. Lots of UTIs. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's an epidemic. Uh, (laughs) So I really liked that. uh, So this, uh, some of the tips that they gave in the, this article. So you fold, you don't hang knits. This is something that I'm guilty of. Uh, and it, I guess it misshapens them and maybe I don't, because I live in Florida, I don't have a ton of knits and the ones that I do have are not that heavy, but I do have several ones that I pull out in the winter and I always hang them. And Mm -hmm. so I had no clue. Um, but thankfully I fold them over the summer. So I didn't know that. And I didn't know that you don't keep don't sorry don't keep dry cleaning in plastic bags because the chemicals in the bags can weaken in yellow fibers. Um, I also don't dry clean anything, even if it says to dry clean it. I'm just really horrible. Mm-hmm. You're not you're you're not alone. Oh, I'm the worst. Um, and then as far as like cleaning laundering, which I've already told you how horrible I am at that. Um, don't over launder. So don't wash clothing too often, which I'm not guilty of that. I try and wear, uh, things like at least two or three times before I wash it. Unless it's like, unless I've sweat in it, uh, like my workout clothes, I wash those after every time, but, um, mm-hmm. then launder clothes properly, uh, use a cold wash and don't overdo the suds. Uh, the writer said, that she's had great success using half as much detergent. Uh, instead, she uses borax to wash uh, and vinegar to rinse. Uh, so I don't know how you would do that in a washing machine. Uh, I think there are different, like certain washing machines, there are there's so many different compartments. And I, I got to be honest with you, I just, I don't pay attention to them. I just use my, my one laundry detergent. I pour it all over my clothing and I start that sucker and I walk away. Yeah. But there are compartments. There are, there's a rinse part and the, and the laundry detergent and a wet laundry detergent and a white dry laundry detergent. And there's all kinds of things. I think you could probably go real deep into this rabbit hole of doing laundry, like real deep. Yeah. And the difference between like energy efficient and not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's an episode for another day. But I think it would be helpful. Maybe I'll try and find something with washing machine compartments explained and put that in the show notes. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. What did you like, Jill? Well, just to speak to your point real quick too, what she was mentioning as far as care of clothing, I didn't really put two and two together that not fully drying your clothes also preserves clothing. I always saw that as a more energy efficient thing to do Mm -hmm. since, since, you know, running the dryer uses a lot of electricity, um, I haven't really cared. I'm just like, just throw them in. I want my clothes to be dry, but not only could it save on electricity, but it also preserves your clothes. So now I'm like, 
dang, it's a double whammy. I might have to start doing that. Um, yeah, I had never thought about like not fully drying them being a way to preserve your clothes longer, but I get it. Like you see all that lint that comes out of the clothing. And I've had that thought before, like how many times do I have to keep drying my clothes before? Like all this lint that comes out just turns my clothes to nothing. Mm -hmm. Like you get a little ball every single time. And then how, how long until that little ball is just all of your clothes? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that one up because I regularly just dry my clothes most of the way and then I'll take them out. And Travis always complains when I bring in the laundry. He's like, this is still wet. And I was like, it will dry though. It's not like soaking wet <laughs> and we're saving energy. <laughs> You'll be fine. Yeah. yeah, Eric and I live with my grandmother now. Uh, which maybe we'll get into. Maybe we won't. Who knows? <laughs> that house hacking <laughs> episode. Yes. But she's got a whole line system in the basement because she doesn't fully dry her clothes. And I always thought like, oh man, this is just... So like, I just thought it was... <laughs> she did it because it gave her something to do, which still <laughs> might be part of... <laughs> part of that whole situation Um, (laughs) because she'll also like watch the water fill all the way up in the washing machine. I do think that this has been born out of a thriftiness, but has just turned into a hobby. Like this is what I do now. I have to watch the water (laughs) fill the washing machine. Um, Anyhow, she has a whole line system in the basement. And so I'm like, yeah, I can do this now. And then when it's summer, I can pretend that I'm domesticated and hang it out. I don't know. That's like my hashtag goals. Who knows if that'll happen? (laughs) Hanging my clothes out on the line. I always, maybe this is like, this will just really reveal where my head's at. I just feel like perverts are going to want to like look at my clothes on the line. <laughs> like, I don't know. Is that like, is that a thing? Like, I, like, I don't want to hang my underwear up because there's perverts. Yeah. I don't know where you live now. <laughs> <laughs> I know that Travis did want to get like a line system for our clothes, but I like, so he's over there trying to get a line system and telling me that I don't dry our clothes long enough. and I'm like I have a dryer I don't I will spend that amount of money uh to have like fluffy dry clothes right (laughs) yeah and then oh and the warmth of them when they come right out and so we're in Florida so I mean I don't know if you enjoy this as much as we We do do when it's like negative it's Zero degrees. We have air conditioning and it gets uh, chilled in the house when we have the air conditioning. <laughs> when you have the air <laughs> um, When we're cooling our house, we can get a little bit cold. You have <laughs> so- no idea. That's a real thing. Some people will keep their AC so friggin' like so frigid and it's the summer. <sighs> And it's- I'm so sorry for how <laughs> difficult you have it down there. Like when somebody turns up their thermostat, turns down their thermostat. Oh, <laughs> it's the AC. It's a struggle, but we learn to survive. It makes us stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I've heard that one too. Anyhow. Yeah. What I liked about the article 
to get back on topic. There's a lot of things. I, I, I really appreciate this article, so I would direct people to it. Um, but it, one of the things about buying clothes that fit you now, it reminded me of that what not to wear show on TLC. Did you ever see that show where they like raid people's closets? Yes. Wow. They take like offensive videos of them, like walking down the street, like zooming in on their butts and how poorly their clothing fits. Yes. And then they like come into their house and they're like, we're throwing everything that you own away. And like the, the thrifty person in me is like, no, there's still good stuff in there. And now you got to go make them spend $150 on a shirt. Anyhow, the, one of the good things that did come out of that show was their mantra of like buy clothes that fit now. Don't buy. And it reminded me of that. Mm-hmm. Don't buy clothes. Or you're like, Oh, I might fit into this or keep clothing. Like, unless you're pregnant and like, you're pretty sure you're going to, you know, give birth and you won't be the same size pretty anymore. Sure. Like don't, <laughs> we're pretty sure this baby's coming out. We hope so. Um, then, you know, be scale down and, and don't keep it around mm-hmm. because you might be spending money on something that you'll never wear. And so then it's a waste. And if you do try and wear it and it doesn't fit you right, then it's not flattering. And so, yeah. Yeah. Don't was... buy clothes that you want to fit into. Buy them when <laughs> you can fit into them. It's yeah. clothes should not be your goal for, you know, getting fit or losing weight. They should be the reward for it. Yeah. Maybe take a picture and be like, here's my goal. Take a picture. That's a great idea. So that was a good, that was a good throwback to, to my TLC days. I, I love Clinton Kelly and Stacey London are my spirit (laughs) animals. I don't remember them. I love actually Stacey London uh, she was recently in the news because she went broke and no. it was out. Yeah. She, so she finished the show and she, uh, went through a period of like, I think anxiety or depression and she would just spend money. She would get expensive takeout every night and she would buy clothes and all this. And then, uh, she just ran out of money due to overspending. Um, yeah, I'll find that. I'll put that in the show notes, but I was so sad, but she came out of it and I think she's doing better now. So that's good to hear. I always love her. (laughs) All right. Nice. Um, then just number nine, man, number nine, (sighs) I cannot highlight enough number nine, which is thrift stores. Oh, yes. We've touched on it already, but that is where I get my clothes. And hear me out. It touches on so many of the other points that she made because thrift, I mean, yeah, thrift stores can be hit or miss unless you're like an avid thrift store shopper and you know where to go and you know the spots and you know how to dig. But thrift store doesn't necessarily mean like lesser quality or super worn out. Like you can find your good staples, like your quality basics, Mm -hmm. like she's talking about, um, at the thrift store. And so you're getting quality clothing for, you know, this, this inexpensive price. And I would also argue yard sales as well. 
Um, I found a decent amount of clothing at yard sales. And a lot of times you can ask the homeowner like, Hey, do you mind if I try this on or whatever before you buy it? Um, and looking for thrift stores in maybe more wealthy areas. I've had a lot of good luck with, mm-hmm. um, because you've got your more wealthy people going through their seasonal clothing and taking it to the thrift store. So, um, I hit them up pretty regularly and I am not spending $1,800 a year on clothing. Yeah, so nowhere close. <laughs> I know that Travis always brings me clothing home from yard sales. So sometimes it fits and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> That's adorable. He's actually like shopping for you when he's out. Like, I thought you might like this. Like, if it fits, do you wear it? Are you like, okay, well, it fits, so I got to. Or other times where it's like, it fits, but I don't really like it. Or like, how does that work? I usually always like it. Um, And then sometimes it just doesn't fit. But usually I do like it. Wow. My mom used to do the same thing, only like at retail stores. And because I have a problem with not shopping. (laughs) I would always like what she got me more. My mother-in-law tries to do it and it's sometimes hit or miss. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, And then this is circling back around to the like washing and caring for your clothing. The, uh, the author did make a good point about the ability to skip dry cleaning, like the dry clean only on the tag you know, that's like a word of caution. That's not necessarily written in stone. I have certainly washed like undelicate or hand washed or whatever things that said that they're dry cleaned. Um, and there are also dry cleaning bags that you can get. Mm -hmm. And basically it's like a, like a plastic bag that you throw this like sheet into. And it's like a little bit damp with like a cleaning product. And then you, um, tumble that in the dryer Mm -hmm. and, and that will kind of, you can spot treat it and then you throw that in and that just like freshens it up again. So even if you don't even want to get it wet, that's still a good solution. I believe dry L is a, is a brand that makes those at home, um, kits and, I've even made my own. This is how, how deep it's gone because you can do that also in a pillowcase. If you don't want to get dry L, you could, um, you can make your own. It's a combination. Maybe we could put this in the show notes too, but it's like a combination of like vinegar, borax, um, a couple other ingredients that you like soak a rag into. Hmm. And then you put that in a pillowcase with your um, dry clean only garment and toss that in the dryer for like a half an hour. And it just like, it freshens it up and you iron it and good as new. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't take enough care for things to like figure something like that out. Something I always do is if it's something that I'm worried about at all, I throw it in a lingerie bag, which is just like a bag, like a netted bag that is meant um, Mm -hmm. for lingerie. But I'll throw shirts and um, like delicate items in there and then just wash and dry it in the bag. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So that way it doesn't get tangled up around anything. And I always get like really long uses out of my delicates um, for using that. 
Yeah. As long as we're talking tips here, it turns out this is just an episode about laundry. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't realize Whoops. that. But, um, so I will also like button buttons, zip zippers, mm-hmm. snap snaps, and check all the pockets. You know, Ooh. Eric does like electrical work and construction work. And so sometimes there's like, there's nails and screws and different things in his pocket and not to mention money and you want to save every penny. So pulling the money out of there and, and zipping up zippers. I had at one point a really rough dryer, even on the delicate cycle, it would rip off buttons. It would oh pull gosh. out spaghetti straps. So like some of this has just happened out of necessity, but now as I've moved on to like different machines, I still do it. And I do find that it helps. Um, and then when you go to hang them up, they're all like, they're, they're ready to hang how they should when they, when they go to dry. So yeah, zipping up zippers on pants because they're such, they're such a heavy zipper that if they get caught on something, you could, you could definitely ruin a shirt. Yeah. I, Especially if you're one of those people who throws everything in at once. I throw. <laughs> yep, you're you're speaking to me because I Travis always leaves things in his pockets, and I rarely ever check them because I never learn. And I have ruined a shirt from a pen that was in a pocket and that went through the wash. And mm. I didn't ruin things, but I had to do a second wash because one time he left Chick-fil-A sauce in his pockets. Oh, I love Chick-fil-A sauce. I can't believe it was wasted in that way. It was wasted, uh, yeah, in the wash and dryer. And (laughs) so... (laughs) But good for him for bringing home some Chick-fil-A sauce. You know, he was trying to do a good thing. He he was, (laughs) I guess. I don't know. I put Chick-fil-A sauce, actually. I know you're trying to move on, but... (laughs) <laughs> I will make toast, then fry up an egg and put the Chick-fil-A sauce Chick-fil-A. on the toast, <gasps> like smear it on like you would mayonnaise, then the fried egg, a little bit of salt and pepper. Oh, it is that good. Sounds delicious. It is I love reusing good. like fast food sauce packets. Yeah. Um, like who doesn't have a drawer? I have a bag full of sauce packets. Um, <laughs> I mean, I just, don't, but okay, I, I never know, mind. I know what you Sorry. mean. <laughs> I, specifically, I specifically have a bag full of Taco Bell uh, hot sauces. <laughs> Diablo and hot. And, and do you ever use them or do you just like yes. bring them home? Like someday I, salsa and this is going to be the sauce. I make tacos and I'll use it on the tacos. Good for you. So, yeah, using it. And then I, when I run out, which I actually never run out, but when I feel like I'm going to, I have to go to Taco Bell, of course. Get more. <laughs> so it's just... <laughs> Why is that so funny? I can't. It's really tickling me, just like like imagining you like, no, we're out of salsa. We have to go to Taco Bell and get like a, a chicken gordita crunch because like, how else am I going to get my my thrifty salsa? Like, I couldn't I couldn't possibly go buy my own or make my own. Like I I have to go to Taco Bell. It's just oh. it's you know 
<laughs> it saves time, but I don't have to make it. And it saves money, and I don't have to buy it. And I get to enjoy a meal at Taco Bell. <laughs> it's good for you. Oh, it's man. economical. It makes sense. Yeah. I love your <laughs> tips, Jen. I love them. Oh, thank you. I love your tips. Yeah. <laughs> When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to Nerd Wallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade, lounge access, wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet, finance smarter. I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features, but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. Speaking of tips, our <laughs> second uh, second article is yeah. from Money Talk News, and it is 23 top tips for radical savings on clothing. And so... This one had some of the more generic ones that I don't like necessarily, like we don't need to hear again. But um, some of my favorites were buying out of season. So clothing that's out of season is obviously always cheaper and you can hold it in like the spare room or in a bag or box or something until season comes in. And I will do this like I have a small bag with sweaters that I don't wear nine months out of the year. Um, but yeah, it's such a good, good way. Like, at, so I'll shop retail occasionally, but mostly I will shop either online thrift or something like, um, like buyback stores, like, uh, like Plato's closet. And we have mm-hmm. one called revolve. So they're smaller. They're a little more expensive than thrift stores, but like I can't handle thrift stores. So if I want to buy clothes, <laughs> I have to go there. Um, yeah. And so they uh, are always doing sales on out of season clothing. And that's 
kind of where I stick to because the sales sections are even smaller and more manageable. And that's where I feel (laughs) comfortable. (laughs) Give me the least amount, like the least amount of choice possible. And that's where I feel comfortable. Wow. We just differ there so much. (laughs) I love it. You know, it's the differences that we need. Yeah. Um, And then also the number one tip on this one is sell what you don't wear. And that goes back to Mm. like Plato's like Plato's closet and uh, revolve because the only reasons I go in there are to sell clothes. And I actually, I was there a few weeks ago with a friend and she had um, like bags of clothes that she wanted to sell at Play-Doh. And I had like one bag because uh, obviously I read Marie Kondo's book and I mentioned this last week. (laughs) And so I'm like getting rid of all of my stuff, the little stuff that I do have. And we go there and she gets like $70 for all of her clothes. Mm -hmm. And I made five but only because I gave I gave the cashier a nickel so she'd give me an even five back for all of my clothing. And actually, one of the things that they bought was something that Travis got at a yard sale for me. And they didn't nice. buy any of my other clothes. Um, oh, that is the bummer of those places. Yeah. So they're picky, which is great because I want to buy mm-hmm. nicer things from there. So I want them to be picky. But then I know that my stuff is so old and so out of date that they never <laughs> want to buy it. So I'm so but, sorry. Yeah. I, I comforted myself knowing that I didn't spend as much money as my friend did accumulating all those clothes to sell. So yeah. I came out on top, but I'm always looking to try and sell my clothes before I take them to a Goodwill. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, and then nice. also, um, if I do shop retail for something, uh, before I get in line, I always check online for a coupon. So there's usually something like on Retail Me Not or um, sometimes even like Ebates or Ibotta will have like rebates. But even if the place doesn't have something like just checking before you get in line, because sometimes people will wait till they get in line and check and then the line moves faster than they think it will. Um, and then you lose out if you are, are not a horrible person and make people wait behind you. So. That was one of my favorite things about this article was all the different like tips and links that they provided within the article of like what you're talking about, these mm-hmm. different sites that could offer coupons, these different places that would buy back your clothing. Um, yeah, there's a lot more that I still want to dig through because there were some things that they mentioned that I'm not familiar with. So I was excited about all that, those like tangible resources that that yeah. article provided. How about you, Jill? What else did you like? Um, I really liked their friend swap suggestion. I realized in reading the article that that is something that I do quite often. Um, haven't really thought about it much. 
of how, how often this does happen for me, <laughs> but that is where I get a lot of my clothing. And it's not always like this organized, like we're all getting together and we're going to make something around this and it's going to be a party and we're swapping clothes. Like it's never <laughs> been like that. Although I'm sure some people might enjoy that, but it's just been this like, you know, Hey, I'm getting rid of things. I think I'm about this person's size. I give them some clothes. So then that sparks in their mind. Oh, Jill likes to do this. Like I'll give her some of my clothes. Like, so Mm -hmm. I've got this thing with like a handful of friends where we just know we contact each other when we are getting rid of stuff. So, um, it doesn't have to be this like organized event where, you know, you serve food and wine, but you can do that. Make it, make it a party if you're, yeah. if you need it to be I, a party. I wrote an article about throwing a clothing swap party and it's exactly what you're describing that you don't do. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, is that what you think about what I just wrote about? No, I mean, I would certainly go to that if somebody's going to give me food and wine and their clothing. Yes. Heck yes. yeah. But I wouldn't want to deter somebody who thinks like, oh, I have to make a whole event around this. No, just give someone your old clothes. Mm-hmm. They'll love it. And then get their old clothes. Um, and then I also liked, and this was in both articles, but just this reminder of classic, basic, simple. Yes. And that doesn't have to be your whole wardrobe, but finding quality things that, that meet that criteria that you can then build upon. So, so possibly splurging and it doesn't, I would argue that quality, you don't always have to like, or I should say vice versa, just because you're splurging doesn't mean it's quality, Mm -hmm. but find what's quality and and then buy those things like the black tank, the classic jeans that just really fit you well, like get those things in order and then get your like thrift store, trendy, whatever that it doesn't matter if you only wear it once because you paid a dollar for it. Like, I mean, not wear it once, wear it one season, whatever. Um, but I, I liked that tip in both the articles. It kind of like reminded me like back to the basics, um, keep it simple and then like layer on top of that. But I do think that that is helpful in maintaining like a frugal, long lasting wardrobe. Definitely. Yeah. And the things that I find that I keep the longest are the classics. So I'm always Mm -hmm. getting rid of things that I just liked for the moment and wasn't really my style, Mm -hmm. but I thought, maybe this could be, or maybe this should be my style. Um, mm-hmm. And it's always just like classic things, but like, yeah, wow. again, I'm not super into fashion. So somebody that is, might just have like a regularly, um, you know, adventurous wardrobe. And so your basics will be different than my basics. So. Sure. And that kind of jumps back to the previous article we were talking about, which is like, if you don't love it, don't buy it. And Mm -hmm. this is where you have to get really good at knowing your style and and then knowing those like internal promptings of like, is this going to be good when I get home? I think we've all had those Mm -hmm. moments of like, all right, I'm in the dressing room. I don't know what's different in the dressing room. I really don't get it. But it'll be like, yeah, this is good. And you get home and like instantly it's like, I hate this or like, look at how this looks on me. You're like, why did I buy this? And then you've got like this remorse. So just like 
learning that whole process of yourself. Like if you're like uncomfortable, like if you're getting sweaty about the purchase, like don't yes. do it. Like it's not worth Listen it. Listen to your instincts. Right. And like, yeah. what do those instincts mean? Like if you can, if you can, like if it makes you feel better to put it back on the rack and walk away, then do that. If you mm-hmm. put it back on the rack and like you walk away and you're like, you know what though? Like, I think I might actually regret that. I'm going to like, that will be the thing I look back on. And honestly, for me, this has come with time. I know it sounds so silly, but like mm-hmm. this has been a skill that I've had to develop of like what to walk away from and what to take and learning what's quality, learning what's going to fall apart in a couple of weeks learning what what I'm going to like, like, is this something I enjoy or am I just trying to talk myself into it? And then creating rules for yourself. Like I know that I know that I know that I do not like the elastic around the bottom of a shirt. Like I hate it. Every time I've had a shirt like that, I hate it. So done, like not buying another shirt with elastic around the bottom because it makes me look pregnant when I've never been pregnant in my life. So not doing it. (laughs) Yeah. That has taken time. (laughs) Yeah. And this is even, this is assuming that all the purchases we're talking about are going to be in the cheaper range. Like we're not assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you're talking about like, you know, 30, 40 dollar shirts, but you can nickel and nickel and dime yourself into the poorhouse. Like if you're justification for buying something is, oh, but it's on sale. Oh, it's only four ninety seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's only this. Like knowing yourself and knowing when to say no to something or listen to your gut uh when to like say no is gonna save you so much money, so much more than any sale mm-hmm. or discount. Agreed. Yeah. One of the things that I think is so overrated in like frugality clothing conversations is shopping at outlet malls Mm. because it's 2018 and we all know that outlet malls are not discount clothing stores. They are stores that are just completely separate from the regular retail stores and they're slightly cheaper because they're slightly worse quality, Mm -hmm. Um, but they're not by any means like frugal. They're not super affordable. Like if you're trying to get a deal. Mm -hmm. So I think outlets, stores and malls are super overrated. Um, but a caveat, I will say that I finally like wanted to get CrossFit shoes and I, I wasn't going to buy those used. Um, and I wanted to try them on. So I didn't want to buy them online. And I also didn't want to spend like hundreds of dollars on them. So I did get those at an outlet mall because that was the best place to shop mm-hmm. for that particular mm-hmm. item. Mm-hmm. So, but otherwise, if it's like for most clothes, I think it's overrated. Yeah. I mean, honestly, for me, it's spending full price on anything all, almost all the time. And I know we'll probably get into like what I will spend on, but it is very little. Like, I do the clearance racks. I do yard sales, thrift stores, um, friend swapping. Like I, and then um, in one of the articles, it talked about you know the Marshalls, Home Goods, Ross, those types of places. So I, I will. I, I feel like I can almost say never buy something full price at a mall or a regular store or whatever. Like. I, 
it, it just, I think I can always find what I'm looking for, even the quality that I'm looking for. If I'm patient enough, if I'm shopping out of season, if I'm scouring the clearance racks, which comes with, with time and, and knowing what you're looking for. And, and if you can hold out for it and be proactive with it, like, okay, my, my black tank top is going to like, I'm going to need a new one in the next year. All right. I'm going to start looking for that. So like, if you're not like, I'm in a bind, I need this thing right now, as with anything, you can probably find a good deal on it. So for me, and I know that this isn't realistic for everybody, but I just, I don't pay full price for things. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so what will you spend money on? Um, and again, this isn't spending a lot of money, but shoes, like my staple shoes, not, you know, your, your flip-flops and your cute little high heels here and there, but your boots, um, maybe your go-to flats. Like, I think that there's a couple staple shoes that you're going to wear often. And again, we're not talking Mm -hmm. like the crazy fashionistas who change their shoes out every day. Like I'm sure they have their own tips and tricks, but for me, like I pretty much each season wear like two to three pairs of shoes, like on any given day, like each season has about two to three pairs of shoes. So like they need to they need to hold up. I'm not wearing a different pair every day. So I will spend on, on boots and that kind of a thing. And then, yeah, similar thing, like something that I want to last a lot of time with like a coat coats, like a winter coat. I mean, up in the Mm -hmm. Northeast, that's an important piece of your wardrobe. So I will spend money on that. I've just gone through like so many cheap coats that for different reasons just haven't worked. And so I found that like, all right, spending money on that one coat that it, that, that is the go-to coat. You don't have five, 10, 15 coats, like cluttering up your closet. Just here's my coat that I wear this season and it's going to last me for years. Um, yeah. So the things that I plan on having last me for a while, I will spend money on. Yeah. In frugality, you do have to um, be at peace with not having a lot of everything. Uh, There are, I think, I mean, that's how fast fashion got so popular is is catering to the crowd that wants, uh, you know, a coat to match their shoes and their purse and Mm -hmm. they change things out a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and there's nothing wrong with that, but if you're trying to pay off debt or reach a financial goal and you're using frugality as one of your methods to get there, you have to be content with just owning fewer things. Um, and you can still spend some money on them, but just not having as many. Yeah. So, yeah. So speaking to this, just, um, real quick, I think there there's a lot to learn from like the capsule wardrobe movement, like in this yeah. conversation. And you know, that's not realistic for everyone, especially in places like where Eric and I live, where like we have four full seasons, you know? So <laughs> having just like 15 articles of clothing just is not realistic. And then, and then you've got some people in this cat, ca- you know, capsule wardrobe movement where they're like, I do a different capsule for every season. And then every season I change out what my capsule is like, you don't have a capsule. Like that, you're really <laughs> stretching that one. 
Um, but the idea would be, and again, this simple, basic, classic, like you can have, you know, boots that match your coat if you're sticking to those guidelines of, you know, this is quality and it's a neutral color, which is going to match this quality, neutral colored coat, that kind of a thing. One of the things that I also did when Eric and I really scaled down in order to live in our motor home, I mean, thankfully we had more space than I even expected. So it wasn't a full on capsule wardrobe, even for me, but I certainly had to scale down. Um, was to, I took pictures, like I, I modeled for myself all my clothing and kind of created like different outfits with the clothing that I had just to kind of like spark my creativity, see what different things I could do with my clothing. Um, you know, and just took like a bunch of selfies on my tablet and, and, and it also helped me save time in the morning because like, as I'm waking up, I could just like scroll through my tablet and be like, which wardrobe do I want to, or like, you know, what outfit do I want to create out of what I know I have in my closet. And I think that's so good. That helped me with contentment too, because there, there was an element of like fun and creativity to it, but yet I wasn't looking at somebody else's wardrobe or clothing, like being like, well, Oh, I could do that if I had this scarf or if I had socks that look just like that, it was like, this is what I have. I'm looking at my own clothing and this is what I can piece together this morning. Mm -hmm. That's such a good idea because it's so hard to think about what you're going to wear in the morning. Yeah. So, or you could just do yeah. like you know the who is it? Bill Gates or somebody who they they take that uh, choice out of their um, yes routine. the decision yeah, yeah the decision fatigue right. yeah and I know yeah, that's one less decision. I do like that honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I but I also like clothing too much. I, <laughs> I I like the idea of it. Like some days I'm like, yeah, and sometimes I do wear the same thing that I wore the day before. Um, but I I like having fun with my clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love uh clothing to the extent that I don't have to think too much about it. That's where I'm at. But <laughs> I, so what I will spend money on is jeans. Uh, so yes, the coat, I only have to have one coat for my entire life because I live in Florida. Uh, and Mm -hmm. I was lucky enough to find that like a, a nice J crew coat at a thrift store. Um, shoes I want to get better about because I have a lot of like cheaper sandals, uh, and I would like to just have maybe like three nice pairs of sandals and just get mm-hmm. rid of all the rest. But mm-hmm. um, jeans are what I will spend money on. And not like too much, but I just have a certain pair of jeans that I like from Old Navy. And I like to try them on before I buy them. And I will pay um, not full price, but I will buy those new. Because I've tried mm-hmm. buying jeans online from ThreadUp, which is like online thrift store. And I've tried mm-hmm. looking through thrift store jeans and we all know the end of that story. So <laughs> it is worth it to me to walk into Old Navy and know exactly where to go mm-hmm. to get my jeans and get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And this is jeans are something that is really individualized, mm-hmm. like shirts. Yeah. Small, medium, large. What size are you swap them out? Whatever jeans. I feel like nearly every person knows what types of jeans flatter them, where they need to go for them, all that. And so I think this is kind of like creating your own, um, yeah, like where do you need to buy your jeans? But I did like the tip in the one article where they said like, it was something like 2% Lycra. Like they give a very specific tip on what to look for in your jeans and how that is the percentage that's like most flattering. So I like those specific tips. Um, and I've also heard that like a bigger pocket on a jean will help to flatter your, your back end, Mm -hmm. um, rather than the smaller pockets. And I, I did realize that I watched my sister try on a bunch of jeans recently and, and I was like, wow, that is true. It was the bigger pocket every time that just looked so much better on her. So there's also these like across the board tips that I think could be helpful for people when looking for jeans, but yeah, there's nothing like trying them on. All right, Jill, it's time for the bill of the week. Oh, yeah. That's right. It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, buffalo bills. Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Hello. This is Lisa calling from the Pop Fashion Podcast because I heard a rumor that you wanted to know about my favorite bill. And do I have one for you? My favorite bill is not a person, but a dog whose name is Bill. He is a dog that was recently acquired by my colleague Lauren, who lives in Milwaukee. So I've never met uh, this dog in person, but I have met him over Skype several times. And so I like to think that he knows who I am. Bill really likes barking at inopportune times, um, whining outside a door if you don't let him in for the fun, um, and chewing up his mom's brand new shoes that she bought herself for her birthday. So Bill is not the best Bill that we could ever find, but Bill is so darn cute. He just has these ears and this nose and a tail because he's a dog. Bill is great. That's all I have to say. Bill is great. I love him and I can't wait to hear about more Bills on the show. Okay. Bye y'all. That is awesome. Wow. That is why I I don't have a dog. Wow, Lisa. Wow. That was a good one. So so there you go. There's an example for our listeners that that's the kind of treasure we're looking for. But but yes. different, too, you know? D- different. There could, there could be so cats different. named Bill. There could be birds named Bill. You never know. Maybe maybe we'll start a revolution where everyone just starts naming their pet Bill. God, I hope not. <laughs> but I hope there are a lot more things named Bill. I hope we our eyes are open to a lot more Bills. That's all I'm saying. I hope I'm pleasantly surprised slash shocked at how many varieties of bills we can come up with. Oh, God. Yes, I do hope that. Moving on. Moving on. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. 
Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet, finance smarter. I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. So to wrap up our episode today, um, here are a few tips that we went over uh, that you can use to save money on clothes, to spend less on clothes, and to buy clothes more intentionally. So wrap up tip number one, clothing shop with friends. So it doesn't have to be a party. It can just be you swapping clothes uh, or there can be wine involved. It's up to you. Uh, well, I mean, there can always be wine involved. Like, there can always be given. Like, that's sorry, another I story. People think that like wine <laughs> can't be involved, but like, there's no rule saying wine can't be involved. Yeah, definitely. And if you have kids, you can clothes swap with other parents. So just find people with kids that are older or younger, and you can swap like that. So you never have to buy new clothing for your children until they start to disown you because they, yeah, they don't want that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Just stretch it for as long as possible. Yeah. And the other wrap up tip is to utilize referral programs. So I don't think I mentioned this earlier, but so with online um, stores and like other apps, so you'll see a lot of bloggers promoting all these stuff, all these things because they have affiliate programs. But there are things called referral programs that everyone can be a part of. And you don't have to have a website. You can just use your social media, Facebook, Instagram, Um, and if somebody makes a purchase through your referral link, then you get cash. And so that's how I shop, um, through ThreadUp. 
is that people will shop through my referral link and then I am forced to buy clothing. So it's a good, it's a good thing for me. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, stores like ThreadUp, Skula, Ibotta, Ebates, they all have referral programs. And uh, if you have non-frugal friends, uh, you can get your friends to sign up and make purchases through them. And then you get cash back um, to make other purchases. So that is a trick that I use as often as possible. I like that. Now, I also wanted to ask you, you said one of the things I was curious about is regarding guys' clothing. I know we didn't touch on this too much in in this episode, but that's been one of my biggest hurdles, barriers, challenges, whatever you want to call it, is that Mm -hmm. I have no problem finding clothing at the thrift store. But for Eric, it is like super, super difficult to find. And I think guys just aren't going through their closets and getting rid of stuff. I I don't know. Um, But, you know, a lot of our money is spent then on Eric's wardrobe. So, Jen, you had said that you've got a little tip, a little trick up your sleeve. Yes. So, we don't have to use this too much for Travis because he has that thrift gene. Um, no pun intended. But uh, <laughs> there is a... So most people are familiar with Reddit, especially guys. So there's a subreddit on Reddit called Frugal Male Fashion. And it's a super popular subreddit. And it is full of deals and discounts and stuff for just men's fashion. Um, I even, there's even a tutorial on how to make your own belt. Like these guys are the real deal and it is updated daily. <clears throat> you can get, um, excuse me, <coughs> you can get the updates like SMS, uh, text message, like updates sent to your phone whenever there's a new deal. So I would definitely check out uh, if you are a dude or you know a dude or you're married to a dude, um, check out the Frugal Male Fashion subreddit on Reddit and you're going to find a lot of deals on men's fashion. Nice. I like it. Thanks. That's a good wrap up. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been an, another episode of the Frugal Friends podcast. We're so stoked that you are joining us again. I am Jen. And I'm Jill. And uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, Stay frugal. (laughs) (laughs) See you next week. Bye. Frugal Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Siriano. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.